I want us to become brothers again like we used to be, and for us to find ourselves and bond with each other. Can we agree to that? Opinions vary. It's late August and we're looking back on summer 2022. So Anders, Aaron, what did you think of it? Was it a throwback to older summer movie seasons? I think it's the first time since 2019 where you have a proper movie of the summer, right? Top Gun Maverick, which actually like captured yeah. audiences and you know, movie theaters were actually full. I saw it and twice. <laughs> so you get like you saw it twice. I'm actually going to see it again this week. Yeah, because it's so good. And it's still playing in theaters. It's back in the IMAX in Toronto. I might go again. This was also like if you you know, the summer movie season starts in May. I think May was the first time in obviously since 2019 that I, th- I saw one, two, three, four, five, six films in theater in a month. <laughs> um, and I, I, so I saw most of the like big movies this year and, you know, and a few streaming releases as well, particularly this, that pair of basketball streaming movies, uh, <laughs> Rise, then Giannis Antetokounmpo movie on Disney and then Hustle on Netflix, which I enjoyed both. They were fun. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed Hustle too. Yeah. I thought it was a, a good sports underdog movie yeah. and it was shot in some aspects of the story were sort of like raw enough that just like gave yeah. it just enough of a difference even though it goes through all the beats. Anton, did you hear that the uh, the guy, like the one, what's, how do you say his last name? Juancho Hernan Gomez. Juancho Hernan Gomez uh, signed with the Raptors for this year. So. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But uh, I, you know, I saw the big Marvel movie, eh, Doctor Strange, whatever. Saw Top Gun a couple times. You know, saw Jurassic Park. Saw Elvis. Oh, yeah. I forgot Jurassic Park came out. It was a big yeah, exactly. movie. It was a big hit, too, right? And then in August here, I've seen, like, Nope and Bullet Train. So it feels... in a Bullet Train, you know, it's not the greatest movie, but it definitely has, like, uh, it feels like a, a summer August release. Like, maybe, like, throw back to, like, I don't know, like, The Transporter in, like, 2004 or something like that. It's an like absolute that, you know? August. It's, like, made for August, that movie. You need, you need those movies in August, right? Like, the sort of, like... And it's been, like, a modest success, right? Um... But, like, you need that kind of, like, action movie just to sort of fill out There's August. actually not enough August releases this year. Like, that no. was, like, the last major one. Well, it allows you to go back to see Top Gun again. Yeah. I mean, I, I do kind of want to see Beast. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it looks interesting. <laughs> the Idris the, the, the other uh, monster hunting movie to compare with Nope. I want to go see... Uh, I will go see the George Miller. Uh, Where he plays a genie? Yeah. <laughs> well, George Miller doesn't play the genie. No, Idris Elba. Idris Elba does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, George Miller, this big Australian guy. No, it's, it's funny. I think, like, the presence of Jurassic World, right? It's, it's not a good movie. We had the episode about it. But I think its presence in the summer movie season actually makes this kind of, like, a proper summer movie year. Mm-hmm. Well, you have a few. Then you have, like, a few big ones, right? Like, there was a Marvel superhero one to sort of... I, we didn't see Thor. I didn't see there. Thor. I so. didn't. I didn't see Thor. Thor actually made more money than I thought it would. It'll, it'll, it'll hit Disney too. in a week, so I'll just watch it on Disney. And I saw the big animated movie of the summer. I saw Minions. Anton's a gentle minion now. <laughs> do you wear a suit? When I you do wear? know someone who was a gentle minion and wore a suit. But my boys, my, they laughed a lot. I still just defend the fact that like it's not it's not a particularly good movie. But out of animated movies, um, and you might compare with like say like uh, Disney's Lightyear, like. It's kind of nice to have just like a cartoon where it's like it's literally about like Looney stupid Tunes. little cartoonish characters doing stupid things, sometimes violent against Getting each like other. Anvils dropped on their heads. I, I, I think Minions yeah. would be better if they got rid of the whole Despicable Me stuff and it was just yeah, like these just have the Minions doing yellow crazy guys stuff. attacking each other. Um, I'm trying to think what else. So yeah, we talked about obviously nope this episode Elvis last. 
And Elvis has been a pretty big hit. It's the, it's been the yes. nice like pr- pr- not prestige but like um, biopic counter programming of the summer. It's been in hell holding really strong. Mm-hmm. It made like I think it's like at 150 domestic. So it's like it's been that's a solid hit. And then also um, something neither, I think none of us have seen um, uh, where the crawdads sing. But that made like no. that was a big hit. 80 million. Yeah. It was based on like a a book that like a lot of a lot my of people have read. read the yeah, book. It's on the shelf. Yeah, my wife <laughs> my wife read it as well. <laughs> And like, but like, I feel like I heard nothing about that, but like it quietly made, you know, because, because everybody read the book and they wanted to see but, the movie. But that's good. I mean, it's good for cinema when you have like those sorts of movies just making mm-hmm. like a quiet, good amount. The other like summer movie, like, you know, I, I saw some movies this summer and I don't think you would count them as like a summer movie. Like, I don't think Fire of Love, that that Volcano Doc I saw is really a summer movie. It's just like released whenever it's released, right? Like, yeah. same with... um. Cronenberg's Crimes of the Future. It's not a summer movie. It's just when it was released after yeah. Cannes. But something like Scott Derrickson's The Black Phone, that's totally a summer movie, and it's been a big hit. Yeah. It costs, like, what? How much? 18 million or something? Yeah, and it's made uh, 88. Yeah. So it's, like, it's... It, well, 88 domestic. It It's, like, one of these movies where it's, like, it made, the profit is huge. It, and it, it was good. Like, it's not great. It's It's got elements that are, you know, it's... I'll watch it around Halloween, because... But it's, it's uh, gripping. Yeah. <laughs> And was it the only, uh, well, I mean, I guess no, but like sort of like full on horror movies this summer? Yeah. Well, you saw Bodies, 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 but. God, let's not talk about that. That's <laughs> just <Yeah>. trash. <laughs> Enough said. The fact that I see people online being like, and like, you know, people I respect their opinions of and stuff, but being like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's kind of poorly filmed and, and written, but it's it's very smart. And it's like, what? No, it's just, it's just slush like it's there's nothing there almost makes me wish that that ambulance would come out in the summer as well <laughs> i know i know ambulance would have been such a it's such an august movie it could have been yeah yeah i feel like ambulance was kind of it should have been an august release not april and then there's a couple of like direct to streaming movies like on on you you mentioned Hustle, you saw some of the action ones right yeah i watched the gray man which was a huge hit I get like it like it? at least by Netflix yeah. standards, tons of people watched it. And so brother. I do think people underestimate the the sway of like Gosling and and Chris Evans as like act like stars and mm. stuff too. Like a lot of people watch it just because it starred Ryan Gosling. <laughs> and he hasn't. When was the last time he made a movie? For First Man. I, that's a great film. I think a lot of action movies, um, that kind of an action movie that's set in like kind of the real world. It's glow popping too. But they're like they're also the kind of movie that like. The people who really like those sort of movies, like, it plays well on home video. Like, yeah. or like you know, like, on streaming, you're like... It's like a dad watches after a ball game kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. They might not go to the theater to watch it, but they're, like, happy to watch it on the weekend. And then I also watched that Spiderhead back in uh, June, which is Kaczynski's other movie he made mm, <laughs> this yeah. summer. I found it weird. It was, like, based off the George Saunders <laughs> short story. Hmm. Yeah. I re- he had in The New Yorker. I ended up reading that story in The New Yorker after, you told, after I told... Yeah. How was the story? Because I haven't read it. Wait, are we talking about like George Saunders? Like, like the, the guy who won the Man Booker? No, the guy who won. Link, he wrote Lincoln in the Bardo, I think. Yeah, it's like oh. a rec- fairly. He's a contemporary writer, but uh, the short story was interesting. Yeah. And it's an interesting concept, and I liked Hem- Hemsworth and and Miles Teller's pretty good in it. I'm curious just, how the movie would work because the I should probably watch it because the the short story is very like bare bones and like. Yeah, that's mostly. the thing. It seems like it's sometimes when short stories turn into movies, right? They're stretched, stretched thin. I feel. Thin, sort of stretched like butter scraped over too much bread. 
Well, it's, it's not that it's uh, it's a quite a it's quite a long story. It's just that the the way it's told is mostly through the internal monologue of the main character and then some dialogue. Like, mm. is it spies or what is it? No, it's like uh, experiments. Prison drugs. experiments. Yeah, oh. that make you like this makes you really hungry. This makes you really horny. This, yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's pretty messed up in some of that stuff. <laughs> and like Chris Hemsworth. Well, the being story. Like, I found the short story. Goofy guy. Story, so. <laughs> the, uh, what else did I enjoy? Yeah. And then I've been, you know, I've actually been getting back into watching a few movies. I rewatched some like old ones, watched some of the, those noirs. Uh, and I've been rewatching the, uh, the Batman movies with my boys. So the Christopher Nolan Batman. So. Oh, yeah. So good. My, my lame thing, my, extremely lame comment is like my two my two most memorable like theater going experiences of the summer were not movies <laughs> they're plays <laughs> so like seeing the harry mm. potter play i just thought it was like phenomenal was it show was it like it, the, well just the the magic stuff is insane it's okay, so good cool. in terms like, of I, illusions, illusions no in terms of spectacle okay, it is like cool. re- wonderful spectacle um you can have quibbles with the the whole like legacy yeah, plot, sequel but, thing going but, on <laughs> but it's a good um, performance. Yeah. And then we and then we saw uh, we saw Les Mis in London. Oh man, the best! It's the best. <laughs> Which yeah, was the, like the, so good. What I love about Les Mis is totally getting off topic. And I actually almost wish the movie had been more like because like the set that they use in Les Mis is like a, the way it rotates in that huge. Yeah, lake. it's a new it's a new set now. Oh. It doesn't rotate. What it is is that it's a it's a it comes in from the sides, and hmm. the whole thing is that it's an infinite depth of the stage. Like you oh. cannot see the back of the stage. Now I have to see it again. And so this, oh, it was very good. The guy but, who was Jean Valjean was yeah. excellent. Because the historic set was like this giant rotating uh, like piece. It was super cool. Was there any old movie you guys saw that um, kind of stood out to you for that you saw this summer? Yeah, that sort of like you know somehow connected, or you're like I'm glad I revisited now. That I, or ones that or I revisited, or like the first time, or, or, first or time. seen the first time. Either the two movies that I watched for the first time that I but think that sort are of like, popped out for like this summer, like in your back. Thing. The two that I've come, I think about like the one that probably actually the one that I think about the most this summer because again, it, it's so different from any movies they would people would make nowadays. Is actually I've, I watched uh, Jonathan Demme's Something Wild after Ray Liotta died in May in beginning of June, and it's so good. I was like, I actually like it's it's really really great film, and it it has like. The colors, the pop. Uh, it's interesting. Um, uh, David Byrne did like the music and some of the songs for it and stuff too, which again, uh-huh. was this follow up to Stop Making Sense. But it also has like, there's some like dangerous and like, fr- like, cause like it's about this guy who like goes, ends up following this girl on this like uh, journey to Jersey, you know, and sort of he's like an uptight like accountant, played by very young Jeff Daniels. And Melanie Griffiths is this sort of loose cannon girl. And she, he ends up joining her and she's like daring him to kind of like join her on like the wild side kind of thing and like, you know, skip out on work and do this and that. Come with me to this hotel and do all these things. And then you meet her like ex-husband played by Ray Liotta at this and he's just like terrifying. Like, but <laughs> also magnetic performance. So it, and it, the colors pop. It almost like reminds me of like, say like a late 80s, like uh, Spike Lee, like the Reds and everything in New York City. So it's a, it's a film that they just don't make anymore, but it feels like a real summer film because it's like the color and the music and everything like that. Yeah, let me have the uh, Rustler's Rhapsody. Rustler's Just a uh, coffee for me, Darlene. In a flash. You don't mind, do you, Ray? Charlie, you gotta be out of your mind. You don't know what you're doing. Charlie, you are one dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm almost starting to like you, Charlie. 
Um, and then old classic I watched that I'd never seen before was Umberto D, which that'll break your oh, heart. Oh, that's heartbreaking. If you love dogs and you, you love Italian realism, it's, it's so good. Yeah. For rewatching, I rewatched the, the prequels after Obi-Wan. Nice. <laughs> As a corrective. Um, Anton, you'll be happy. I, I rewatched Waterworld back in end of June. Yes. And yes. I was like, you know, this movie is like wonderful, like quite well made. And it's like a pretty decent adventure. It's not great. It's pretty goofy, but like totally a serviceable summer blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what other, so movies that you throw on because it's like, you know, a summer night and you just want something like comfortable and great. The two movies that I watched the other night, I watched Ronin. <laughs> <laughs> One of my all time favorite films, like no joke. I think it's like. It's so good. You talk about a dad movie, like that's like such a dad movie, and it's paced so well, and the cast is impeccable, and it's just they don't make them like that anymore. Um, and then the other one I threw on one night, like a hot night in uh, end of June, uh, was uh, Fist of Fury, Bruce Lee, which I still think is probably his best, where he's like fighting the Japanese guys. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. I I really like that one. I I also revisited Tenet because I feel like every summer after re- oh. I revisit it, and I'm like. Uh, can they just can they just erase people's memories with the Men in Black stuff and re-release it in theaters in like when it can pack the theaters of the new Nolan and then people can actually say it blew their minds? <laughs> I know it just sort of like it. It's sad that like that Nolan movie, which is like it's such it's so big. And, it's like, such a huge film for like such a simple film in a sense. Just doesn't <laughs> didn't get the like attention it could have had. And Anton, I I, I keep revisiting Dune. So <laughs> how many times, times have you, have you watched it now? I think I've seen it eight times. Oh my goodness, this is sicko. <laughs> I've only seen it twice. Spicy adult sicko. No, I, I watched... Um, my eyes are bright blue now. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of movies I revisited over the summer that were sort of good summer movies. I watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 2 with my boys. Uh, the first one holds up a lot. The second one doesn't. But <laughs> Ooze. The, the first one I was like this is actually a really good movie I had the review on the site um, I also watched the other night Pirates of the Caribbean the oh, first yeah. one with my boys oh, I watched those like, the last couple of years it's good was it's it a bit good. scary for them yeah yeah they like they like they kind of really liked the yeah, uh, yeah. The, the pirate the pi- ghost, ghost yeah. the ghost pirates but it's such uh, great special effects I was like it it it's a great blockbuster and I'm looking forward to rewatching the second one, which I remember is having the most amazing fights. The wheel, Anton. The wheel fight. Like I actually watched the wheel fight scene recently again. I was like, it's incredible. Also, Anton, do you agree with me though? The going looking back at those films, the actor who I think is the most underrated and one of my favorite is Jeffrey Rush is Barbosa. I love him. So Barbosa's really good. But everything in the cast and like yeah. I have to say, like, um, I think watching it again, I was just like, you know what? Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow, like a lot was said about him then, but you're like, hilarious. Uh, That'll be the role he's remembered for. It's an iconic movie character. It's an amazing character, and it's a great performance. And the combination of like the slapstick and the pirate and like what he's doing there, it's it's great. You are without doubt the worst pirate I've ever heard of, but you have heard of me. And the uh, one one other movie I watched for the first time. Um, with my boys was the Mitchells versus the machines from like last summer. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. And like, I was like, no one, it was an animated movie. And like, I really heard almost nothing about it. And I was like, this is, this deserves to have been like, what's a Lord? It's a Lord. Isn't it Lord and Miller? They produced it. Oh yeah. Produced by then. And I think it's directed by the guy who did gravity falls. No, no. So it's, it's, it's directed 
So Mike Rianda worked on Gravity's Falls. Okay, he worked Gravity on Gravity Falls. And Alex more. Hirsch okay. did an uncredited rewrite of the script. Gotcha. So yeah, it's very of that kind of zany sci-fi, really quick references and stuff. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Do you, Anton? Do you agree that the two robots are like hilarious? The, the robots ones that are, are like screwed up. They're like the jokes are really good. The whole the whole movie is <laughs> no, funny, the, but it's also like a really good family movie. Um, but like f- family dynamics, and then I also love this just like a robot apocalypse brought on by kind by of like Amazon, the Alexa. Apple, or Amazon, <laughs> yes. like of the, that world. Like, do you just the question with Pirates of the Caribbean? Do you agree with me that Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley are like essential to its success? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Actually, actually, on, on rewatch, I thought that they're they're better than I always thought that they were when I yeah. originally watched it. And it's actually wasn't when you get to the third movie also. Uh, I think which I don't remember at all. Nightly and Blue. The third movie is better than I remembered it, but it's way too long. It's like three. Okay, hours. I just remember it's, that like just be you might have to take two spinning, nights. It's literally spinning, like, literally three hours long. It's like Lord of the Rings length. I just remember that whirlpool and like yeah. sucking everything in, but suck my brain out. They what they do with their plot is both, I think, um, pays off really well, but is also like. Almost like heartbreaking and stuff too. It's like it's actually quite good. Oh yeah. Also, this for summer for some reason I've watched Fifth Element twice because one does. It's the most entertaining. So friend movie just ever off, made. friend was like, "Do you want to watch Fifth Element?" And I'm like, "Sure." I should probably just go watch it right now. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Goodbye, Mr. Bond. I bid you farewell. <laughs> <laughs>